My name is Sean Thomas, and I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great, or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building for season three of the Be More Today show. We are back. We are back. We are back. I missed you. Episode 86 is here. It's been a great start to the new year already, and I'm happy to be back with you for season three of the Be More Today show. It is February, and we are moving along in this year already. As many of you know, you are part of our Be More Today Project 40, which was a great 40-day challenge from January 1st until the um, beginning of February. And we had so many people who rocked out for this challenge, putting in work every single day, following the podcast every single day with my book, Be More Today book. And it was a great experience seeing the growth of so many people. We had about 30 people registered, 100 people following us every single day for the movement, and many, many more who I didn't even know were following us for following us. So I appreciate it. Every single one of you, you guys and girls have been fantastic. Uh, as always, Be More Today is everywhere. It's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So follow us, subscribe to the podcast, show us that you are with us for this journey. And as you always know, our fitness page on Strava is continuing to grow. So we're on Strava Fitness and we're also on our Facebook group, which is putting out constant content for you every single week. So for more information, check out BeMoreToday.com for my book, the podcast, our swag store is open. And our YouTube page is continuing to grow too. So putting out workouts every single week, if we can, to keep you always on the move. Right now, the Be More Today show is heard in 53 countries. And as we are now in Black History Month, February, um, we are doing a special run at the end of this month. The February 28th is going to be the date, a Sunday, a BMT for BLM run. Again, with uh, Spartan Sundays, our running crew, uh, we're going to be joining them for a three, five, seven, nine, or 11 mile journey uh, through the streets of Brooklyn on Sunday, February 28th. So for more information about that, check out our Be More Today page or our Facebook page. You do not want to miss a part of that free run to go out there and just be more together. So my quote for today is simple as always. There is no challenge more challenging than the challenge to improve yourself. Folks, this has been a year already where we decide that we want to be better, we want to be more, we want to challenge ourselves. And my guest for today is someone who embodies that. Uh, he's someone who I've seen at many, many races, and I didn't know him at first. Um, but he's someone who I really wanted to connect with because 
I recognize a similar positivity in him. There are some people who just put out positivity without saying a single word. Whether they're doing a run, whether they're doing a workout, you can tell that their entire life mantra is based on positive energy and positive things. And my guest for today is Ben Sa. Now, he is a uh, chemical or electrical engineer, but he's also a running coach and a personal trainer for New York Road Runners. And he has many, many achievements. Um, but just to name a few, he has run anywhere from one mile to 40 miles for various races. And in 2019, believe it or not, he ran 22 marathons in 22 weeks. Folks, some of you have won one marathon in your entire life. So to run 22 in 22 weeks is phenomenal. He is a philosopher who combines his strength and conditioning for running on multiple platforms, introducing that strength is so important to make sure you can be a better runner. And I will talk a little bit about that more today. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage our first guest for the Be More Today show, season three, Benjamin Saad. Benjamin, what is going on? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, thanks for helping me, Sean. Uh, Dr. Sean, I would say, um, <clears throat> honestly, like, I'm so happy to be to be on here. And as I said to you earlier, before we came on live, you know, I'm always looking to share and I'm always looking to add, you know, so um, I'm just here to add to already the good work Dr. Sean is, you know, is doing in the community. Uh, so it's all about sharing because I believe we are in this together, right? We are in this together, especially in the last couple of years. You know, we've been tested so many different ways. And um, the more we come together, the better we get through this together, whether it's, you know, in the fitness, you know, realm or things, or whether it's in the running, you know, whichever way you look at it, you know, we all happen to be here uh, for a reason. And, um, and I'm here to share and contribute. Uh, as much as I can, you know, um, to add on to what Dr. Dr. Sean is, is already been doing. So uh, let's rock it and uh, rock and roll. Awesome. Yeah, man, we appreciate you. Listen, you have a great following on social media. Everyone follows whatever you do. And um, what you've been doing, putting out content for the community has been great. I mean, people literally, whatever you tell them to do in terms of exercises, I read the comments. People are like, yeah, I'm going to try it today. I'm going to try it tomorrow. I'm going to try it right now. So you're influencing people. Uh, on a bigger scale, and I hope you appreciate that and recognize that, that your contributions are being noted. They're being noted. Um, let's, let's get into it. I read your bio. I'm, I'm super excited that you are on the show today. And I, I recognize that um, you're from Ghana. And yes. you know, I have a, a lot of Guyanese friends um, or you're from Ghana who come here and they've expressed that coming to America has been a transition for many of them, right? Um but for you, you said that you use running. Running became something that was a coping mechanism for you. And it got you through a lot of hard times. Talk to the listeners about how you got into running and how running became something that was for you therapeutic. Very, very uh, good question. Uh, the answer is, uh, I would say, maybe multiple episodes uh, long. Uh, but I will try to keep it uh, very concise. Uh, so <clears throat> I moved uh, from Ghana 20... Uh, 2009. Okay, um, late 2009, I moved to the United States because uh, my fiance then, now uh, my wife, uh, lived here. Uh, I came with one uh, one traveling bag and uh, left everybody back home. And uh, 
made a huge uh, a huge move here. Um, so when I, when I came, um, I had a whole lot of things um, I had planned for. Okay, uh, with you know with my life, and I had I had a very um, laid out plan. But uh, I soon recognized or realized that uh, the, what I had planned wasn't uh, wasn't going the way I wanted it to go. Um, so that kind of triggered a lot of stress. Um, I felt lost. Um, I was literally all over the place, you know, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, luckily, I was working for New York Roadrunners at the time. Um, actually, New York Roadrunners was the first place. I got a job um, when I moved to the United States uh, doing some part-time stuff. And I didn't even know anything about running at that time. I knew I was working for a running company, but I didn't know the depth of the work, you know, they do in the community um, when, it comes to, um, when it comes to running. So uh, having said that, I had a whole bunch of, you know, um, you know being very honest, like a lot of marital issues, um, home issues, um, which I'm sure many of you can relate. Uh, even if you're not married, you probably have some uh, some issues at home, whether it's your any partner you have, whether it's your parent. So a lot of that um, was going on. So personally, I just um, I just needed a place to just uh, just to go to and not to think about what I was going through at home. Okay, so I started. I'm just going to the gym. That is how I started. I knew nothing about lifting weight. I knew nothing about exercising. But my goal wasn't to learn about lifting weight. Uh, my goal was to just get away from um, the the issues that I was that if I had stayed home, I would have dealt with. So I would just go out there and stay there for maybe an hour, an hour and a half, sometimes two hours to lift as much as I can lift come back home, go back the next day, come back home. So I was repeating that for, I would say, almost the entire 20, 2013. Okay. 2013, I started, you know, getting to know a little bit more about what New York Roadrunners is doing uh, with the running. So I ran, I think that was the first year I ran my first race, uh, 2013. <laughs> it was the most uh, hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, and mind you, um, so when usually you say oh, you're from, you know, Ghana or you're from Africa, you know, where people automatically assume, you know, you're gifted with riding or, you know, you're the super athletic person. But I'll be very honest, I, I'd never run, you know, a mile, like say, okay, I'm going to run a mile from here up until 2013, maybe a little bit earlier because of my work with New York Road. So I had no background. In running, I had no background in uh, in fitness at all. Uh, but the process of uh, just getting away from home prop, home issues that I was dealing with, and just showing up at the gym consistently. Um, by the time I realized, when people started pointing out to me, "Hey, what do you do for your workout? Um, can you train me? Can you show me this?" And I had never, I had even, I hadn't thought about the transformation in my own body. Because again, my intent wasn't to go to the gym to build muscle or to get strong or just run race to win or anything like that. It's just an escape for me, as you said earlier. Um, so I realized, like 2014, it's like everybody, everybody is asking questions. What can you? What can I do? What you know? And I, I had no idea. So 
I started thinking more about it, right? And um, and that is why I said, okay, it looks like we, you know, we, you know, something that was supposed to be a uh, an escape is turning into um, something bigger than uh, bigger than what I had expected. So I started thinking more about it, started keeping track of everything I'm doing um, with the running. And I, you know, I just took it to a whole new level. So, okay, if I can do this, how about if I challenge myself uh, to do this and that? So 2014, I said, I'm going to run a 60 kilometers. Um, the one New York road runner has with no training. I think the most I ran was 18. I completed my first 60 kilometers. And then thereafter, I, I made the commitment to run it every year, 10 years on a row. Uh, I got to six, six years, so 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. I did it um, every year. Uh, that would be a Canada story if you want me to get more into it. But first one was awful, but also I learned a lot about my body. You know, I learned about, uh, um, about my, you know, how the body can give up on you, but, you know, the change in the mind can, uh, can take you to wherever you can go. Um, so um, I got into ultra running. I ran 60 kilometers. I started doing more races. I started showing up at every New York road, road runner races. The goal is, again, just I kind of have discovered something within myself that I wanted to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and see uh, where it would, um, it would take me to. So pretty much that is how um, this whole running um fitness stuff uh came to be i was running away from home problems and i stumbled on something um within myself that now i call it a work and um and hopefully i can make it into a bigger career and in in and again it's not just the money but you know help other people kind of make them believe in themselves you know you may not you may not know that you have something within you but just the fact that you know you're showing up and and doing the very very best you can do each and every day, you you will never know what you know what you can stumble on um, some sometime down the down the road. So I hope that answered the question. If you have any follow up, so yeah, I'll be no, happy to elaborate more. Definitely answers the question. It's it's amazing how many people use running or just working out in general as an outlet. And um, mm-hmm. the funny thing I, I took from your story is that you weren't even really trying to see gains. You weren't even really trying to. To see improvements, you were just tra- using it as an escape or as a as an outlet to to have mental peace and and and, and serenity. But in turn, it ended up being something that you actually did see improvements, you did see gains, and now it's something that's so ingrained in you that you go out there and you do it consistently to the point where now you are employed, you know, to to do this thing. So I appreciate the journey. I I salute the journey because I think that's something that, especially during the pandemic, where everyone was cooped up in their houses and and dealing with so many mental stresses and 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 emotional stresses and financial stresses you know mm-hmm. running and working out something whether you did it at home or ran outside was something that everyone still could do and mm-hmm. it continues to be something that everyone can still do and does or what we still do because we're still in this pandemic we're still going through this thing and a number of people are still using fitness as an outlet not just to have mental stability but also just to make sure that they can stay healthy. They can maintain their immune Mm -hmm. systems up. And it's great to see that we're looking at this uh, more seriously now. I think the people who we have never even gone into doing these things physically, who are now doing it as a result of the pandemic. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the same way that you, you benefited from it in your, 
in your life, it's it's great that people are doing that as well. I'm I'm curious because you know I, I know you talked about this journey and and now you're coaching and 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 running coaching and doing so many things, but you have a degree in electrical engineering, right? So yes. how was that transition for you in terms of switching gears to this fitness based um, profession? And do you still use your degree in any essence when it comes to uh, what you're doing right now? Um, so the only part of uh, my degree that I currently use right now is the analytical side of things. You know, um, just somebody coming to you with a problem in their fitness, you know, they want to achieve certain goals. Um, and systematically, um, I'm sure something you can relate to because of your work you do. Um, you know, if you're a coach, I see everybody differently, not in a bad way, but we all present different, um, it may be the same muscle group you need to work that person with, but the goal they are trying to achieve will be a little bit slightly different than, um, than yourself or than me. Um, somebody may present different, um, um, issues that is totally different. So again, uh, back to how you ended your question. The only side of my engineering degree that I use, uh, the analytical things that I learned, you know, problem solving, you know, trying to figure figure things out uh, because I don't like to give up on anybody. You know, if something is not working, there's always a way around it. You know, if the upper body is weak, we can target the lower body, maybe do some core. Lower body is weak, we can, you know. So that is the only thing. But um, to answer the question, like, I had to make a decision at some point in my life um, how I how I was gonna be to be very honest how I was gonna make money and support myself support my family financially um, and I wanted to do something that uh, I am passionate about something uh, more rewarding something that I can see myself doing so um, while I was in school for electrical engineering. I was working at New York Roadrunners. Okay. I never took any electrical engineering internships. I never did anything electrical engineering related outside school. So everything that I was doing, pretty much, I call it my internship was with fitness, was with running. I was at the gym. I was at Central Park. I was at New York Roadrunners. So I was <laughs> getting an engineering degree, but my internship was into fitness, running, health. Um, so when I graduated 2016, I had to, you know, sit down with myself and say, okay, what are the resources we have right now? What have we achieved? What have we built so far? And just capitalize on whatever we've we've been able to uh, we've been able to get. So I say, you know what? Um, and actually, something that really made me um, wanted to do this fitness running stuff is um, I got a few in, in, uh, interviews with engineering companies and. I really wasn't, um, I wasn't too excited about what they're offering me and what I was signing up to do. Okay. So that confirmed to me that, okay, if I go down this path of engineering, although I have spent six years, it took me six years to get my degree. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna create a bigger problem for me, uh, sometime down the line in my life. And I had to, I had to make a really big, uh, big decision. I said, I've worked in this running um, run. I've worked with this running company for almost ten years at a time, maybe eight, nine years at a time. Um, 
I have, you know, I have taken a lot of, through New York Roadrunners, my work there. I have done a lot of workshops and, and professional development stuff. So I've learned a lot about, about fitness, about running. You know? So I've, I've built a lot, like really good resources with the running. So I said, looking at uh, my resources, I will be better off um, moving to this side of things than trying to chase engineering. So it's just a matter of making a decision uh, where I would like to take my life to um, and knowing that I can help people um, become healthy, help people, empower people, help people realize their potential, uh, because that is exactly what I went through. I didn't know I would be good at this. I never ran in my life. I in college back in Ghana, I never ran track. I never did this. And I know a lot of majority of the people, they're in the same position as me, right? Um, so I just wanted people to believe, you know, so use that platform to, to help people believe that it's possible. It doesn't matter how many years you've spent not doing what is it that you want to achieve. Like, look at me, my example. The first 24, 25 years of my life, I never lifted weight. I never ran. But in just a span of just six, seven, eight years, I have been able to build myself up. Okay, so I said, if I can help, if I can help people believe, you know, and empower them believe they can do, they can do anything, especially when it comes to their health and fitness. So that is what, you know, that was not an added benefit, you know, for me to say, you know what, if I'm doing this kind of work, I feel more fulfilled. I feel more rewarded, even if I'm not making electrical engineering money. So I rather do that and coming home at night and feeling that I have done something to contribute that into the world. I am fine with it. So that is uh, what made me uh, move into this space. Um, I haven't made it to like the top people uh, in this field, in this industry. But again, I'm not in this to like chasing other people. Um, as far as I'm using the little platform that I have to share my, uh, my story, share my experience and having a few people hear me out and, 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 um, and showing up every day, as I say. I know I have done um, I have done my my part, and I know it's only gonna get better. So it's just about of just staying consistent and and just going with it. Cause so that is how I moved from electrical engineering to uh, to running coach, fitness trainer. Um, do I think about using my engineering degree in some capacity? I have gotten some advice, you know, maybe you can build technologies and all that stuff with, you know, those two backgrounds. But, you know, I think about it, but ideally right now, it's all about empowering people, you know, helping as much as I can uh, in this in this industry. I love it, man. That's why I knew I was going to have you as the first guest for this show. You've inspired me right now, man. Listen, to, to, to come from not running and doing strength things to now being someone who coaches people to do those things, that by itself right there is a journey. That by itself right there is a story. And I think a lot of people get thrown off when we think we can't do certain things. Or we, you look at somebody, you say, oh, he's probably been doing this for years, right? If I didn't know you, which I don't know you, right? I literally, I saw you at many, many meets. And my first perspective was, man, He's probably someone who's been running for a long time. He's probably someone who's been running maybe even his entire life. And he just does this thing. This is just what he does. But you've just flipped the script on me and told me, look, I've been running for the last six years, eight years. I didn't run until I was 25 years old. Like that by itself is crazy. 
But it also, like you said, just highlights how awesome the human body is and how awesome mm-hmm. the creation that we, you know, when we think that we can do great things, we can do that. And it doesn't take a Absolutely. lot of time, but you put the effort into it, you will see the results. And you're Absolutely. a living testament of that. So Absolutely. Uh, that, 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 that's incredible. And, you know, I, you and I ran NYC this year. Um, I saw your picture, so congrats to that as well. And yeah, congrats too. Um, I know that, as you know, NYC was, it was crazy. It was lit. It was hot. Everybody was so excited um, coming out of the pandemic and literally bringing the city alive. You know, Roadrunners did a great job and we love Roadrunners. Um, I've been a member for uh, at least nine years now. And, you know, as someone who watched the marathon on TV as a kid to doing now my fifth marathon, I just give Roadrunners all the credit for inspiring New York City to continue to be a great leader when it comes to fitness. Um, my question for you now is that although that we're, we're doing running races and we're doing more things in the community now, even with the pandemic, there are still people who are having a hard time getting out of their houses. There's still people who are depressed, who are still going through financial situations, who are still not motivated to go out and see someone like you or a coach or a personal trainer. And I know that you said in your bio, you like working with people who are positive and motivated. But what do you do and how do you engage people who want to be better? They want to do something, but they're, they're not positive, right? They're, they're not ready. They're not motivated, but they know that they want to have some kind of change in their life. And they come to you saying, Ben, you know, I need some help. I need some motivation. How do you motivate them? What do you give to these people who want to be better, but don't have the motivation that you and I may have when it comes to being and getting those things done? <laughs> Very, uh, very good question and a su- super loaded question, I would say. Um, so, um, Sean, uh, we are we are dealing with something every single day. You and I, no matter how positive you 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 may come across, or no matter who you are, every single one of us, uh, nobody's exempt. Um, so, what what I have chosen to do? So, I I talked a lot about intentional you know being intentional what i one thing that i would say uh, to answer the question is i have um i have chosen to live intentionally okay i've gone through a whole lot of different life experiences at least since i moved here and i've got into a place in my life where i said i'm gonna live intentionally okay so i may be going through situation life challenges you know whatever but I'm just making conscious effort each and every day, okay, to be intentional about what's happening in my mind and my feelings and my emotions, okay. Not uh, not to say I'm not gonna feel it. Uh, so what I'm trying to do and contribute out here is um, I have come to a place due to my life experiences. I have come to a place where. I can control myself a little bit. I can control my mind a little bit. I can calm myself down a little bit. So if I'm in that position, what can I do to help somebody that you described who like really want to do something, but don't have that, you know, that mental focus, that, uh, that push, that energy to put themselves up there and do what they have to do. So my, uh, my goal and what I try to do on a daily basis is that I would just show up as much as I can show up, okay? Because I cannot go door to door knocking doors, right? But I'm just, I have this Instagram platform and I'll show up, you know, 
as much as I can in, in the, as much positive light as I can. So if anybody stumble on my video or whatever I have, and if that, if that video, just me just showing up saying, good morning, everybody, how we doing? Just checking it can change something a little bit in your mind to just help you lift that dumbbell and do some five dumb, uh, bicep curls. So just head out there and get that a mile run in. I know I have done, uh, I have done my, my part, right? So that is what, you know, on a, on a very, um, low, low, um, low place. That is how I have been doing, just being intentional about how I show up on Instagram and what I'm trying to do. Again, that doesn't mean that I don't go through stuff, but I have found a way based on my experience to handle that a little bit. So what I would like to do for other people is to use that to kind of motivate them, encourage them, um, show up for them a little bit just by saying hello to you, Sean. We can do this. We got this. You may be going through this, but we have another chance today. We can do better, right? So that is what I'm doing. On um, When somebody comes to me, um, you know, I... You know, like almost everybody that I work with, it's more than just uh, just train and go home and sleep. You know, I try to get as much involved as possible because, again, I know people are going through a whole lot of stuff. You know, so randomly I'll just check in. Hey, Sean, how's the day going? And then maybe at that time you're probably going through some um, unpleasant experience. And if you tell me about it, say, hey, you know what? Look at the look at the Look at the brighter side of things. Look at the bigger picture, you know. So it's all about being intentional. It's all about, um, you know, showing up and, um, and, and putting put in as much positivity as much as possible, you know, like yourself, you're doing. Um, because, again, we are going through something and it just takes that one smile on your face and somebody saying that's okay it's okay might be going through a hard time but this smile right there i gotta pick up the place you know what i mean um so it's really hard but uh the bottom line is it takes the individual um some people warm up quicker some people takes them years to warm up you know i have people who reach out to me we talk and then they fall off track you know i leave them alone we all are different places like Sometimes my wife will ask me, oh, what was the aha moment for you? How come you were in this? Like, so we all have different journeys. You know, it takes people time, you know. So you, me, and people out there, you know, doing the, the good work and showing up for people and checking with people, all what we can do is put it all out there. Put it all out there in, in any capacity we can and let people, you know, grab it when they need it. You know, let people grab it when they need it. So that is the approach that I take right now. But when it comes to people that I work with, I just constantly, you know, checking in, you know, because the more consistent you stay, the better off you will be getting closer to the goal um, a lot quicker. So people that I don't work with, I just show up for everybody. Put as much positivity out there. People that I work with, it's just constantly checking in, supporting, you know, helping in any way, uh, in any way possible. I hope that answered the question. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's great. And I think that's the key to being a good trainer, being a good coach, um, being able to recognize everyone's situation is different. Everyone comes with different uh, motivations, baggages, what have you. And as a good coach, you know, you adapt to to people's needs and even their wants to make sure that they can get their goals and needs met 
And that's what good coaches do. And I'm sure you're, you're one of the best out there. So I think you're doing, you're doing, you're doing great things. I, I need to know, though, as we're talking more about this, this journey that you've been taking, in 2019, you said you ran 22 marathons in 22 weeks. Uh, why? How? What? <laughs> like, I need to know exactly how this happened. Because that yeah. feat is something that not many people can even do, but um, it's something that you did. And given your history that you just shared with us now about not having run for that long of a period of time, it's an even greater feat that you accomplished that. So give us some details on how that went down. All right. So, uh, uh, so it started, uh, that was, I started with the 2019 New, uh, New York City Virtual. Uh, New York City Marathon Virtual. That was the first one. And thereafter, um, I did one almost every week up until like early April 2020. Okay, so the whole story started maybe a month, a month and a half before November 20, uh, 2019. Uh, I remember I was at the Armory and somebody said something about this guy running Dean uh, John Canassis or some crazy guy uh, who ran like 50 marathons in a day. Uh, and that triggered immediately when I heard that something changed in my mind. So oh, 50 marathons in. And then I knew the 50th anniversary New York Roadrunners coming up uh, 2020. At uh, that time, we didn't know about COVID yet. So I said, oh, shoot. How about if I run a marathon, 50 marathon in 52 weeks, leading running the last one, the 50th anniversary of uh, New York Roadrunners 50th anniversary? So that was the that was going to be like the public facing side of things. But in doing so, the idea behind was to do it to um, to kind of do a little fundraising to support um, some some um, charity work or you know something. Honestly, I'll be very honest. My what the the goal um, the organization that I wanted to run for was a little bit loose, but I knew the idea was to run fifty two marathons to in, in fifty two weeks, uh, fifty marathons in fifty two weeks. That in the, um, New York City virtual twenty nineteen. Um, so the idea was to pick up a little bit, and then once I have something to show, I would say, "Hey guys, this is what we work. In. This is what we want to do. This is what we've done." Okay, can, now can you support us feed these kids? Can you support us, support this community? Can you help us? So I wanted to kind of have something to show for before I asked people for any donation or anything like that. So that was why I was very low-key with, you know, talking too much about it, making too much noise about this. Okay, so so we started 2019. Um, some days, I remember maybe two, three different occasions. I would do like some back-to-back, so I ran on Friday. And then I'll run on Monday uh, just to buy time because I knew I have 52 weeks to pick up 50, you know. So whenever I feel good and I say, you know, well, let's get some. Uh, so, so three different, I'll say two different occasions. I did Friday and Monday two times. So I kind of bought time. So when I feel like my body isn't like recovered properly, because if I didn't follow my recovery protocol, I'll kind of give it another week recovery and it will go back at it again. So between November... 7th i don't know which day was um so april 7th which is uh 22 weeks we were able to pick up um 22 marathons we had to cut the goal short because of covid and um it started putting a lot of a lot of toll on, on um 
on me, not physically. We had the bandwidth to keep going, but you know what's happening in the world and what I was trying to achieve was complete. You know, opposite New York Roadrunners, I knew they weren't going to do the 50th anniversary, so there wasn't even any 50th to run. So I decided make a decision to you know cut it and uh, and find um, find something else to do with the time and the resources. So that's why. It came from 50 marathons in 52 weeks to 22 marathons in 22 weeks. <laughs> so that is the story. Gotcha. So it would have been more. That's insane. It, it would have been more. It would have been 50. Insane. That's insane. That's very impressive, sir. Um, and it just gives me a better picture of the resilience that you have as a person. I mean, to be able to have the mental toughness to, to do that. Um, you know, marathons, as you know, and as people who have been listening know, if you run one or run 22 of them, it's a mental battle. It's a mental journey that literally you're taking your body past limits that it actually wants to be in. And the amount of mental toughness that comes with that is not just something you can apply to the road race, but also to life. And that's why I love this Be More Today show, because we bring people on who have done these great things. We recognize that you can use athletics, you can use sports, you can use the physicalities of what we do and apply them to your regular everyday journeys and everyday races, everyday struggles, obstacles, et cetera. And the same amount of work you have to put in for strength gains, you have to put in that kind of work for, for life gains as well. So, um, you know, Ben, as we're going into this, this new season now of running, people are excited as we look forward to all the big races coming up for the rest of the year, right? We have Berlin, Chicago, New York, and Tokyo, and London, and Everyone's getting really excited. And I know as a coach and as a trainer, you and so on your clients, a number of things they should be doing to prepare for the long journey ahead. Um, I also know that based on your bio, you talked about the importance of the hybrid training, right? Working on strength and running. Um, do you mind just sharing us some quick tips that you share with your runners about how important it is to maintain that strength running ratio and any tips you share with runners who are preparing now for the journey of the long marathons ahead towards the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't mind, I'll break it into two. Uh, first, I'll talk about, so a quick story about strength and running. Again, I never went to school for exercise science or anything. Everything is like uh, self-tested. Um, that being said, I've got it, you know, I have RSEA, some coaching certification, but I didn't spend my entire life like studying exercise science. A lot of things that I've done is like personal, um, you know, practice, you know, tested it, you know, year after year after year. So quick story, um, 2013, all the way coming to 2018, I had always like lifting and running combined. Like the only, the thing that I was lacking at the time was proper recovery. Um, muscle release work, um, I was awful and I didn't know much about it. I didn't know anything about it. I'll be very honest on here. Um, so I was, I was lifting poor, poor, um, poor warm up, poor cool down, just going to the, going to the workout, get, uh, get it done and go to the race central park, run, less warm up, less cool down lift go run go home lift go run go home right i did that for a prolonged period of time um up until like 2018 and i was fine 
no issue, no nothing. Um, honestly, like I was fine every day. 2018, I wanted, I had a different goal. I wanted to get faster, you know. Uh, so I kind of toned down a little bit on the, the strength side of things. And I said, okay, we got to do some more speed workout here. So I started picking up a lot of volume, you know, like 50 a week, like 50 miles and above a week, six, seven weeks, eight weeks on a row, doing a lot of speed workout, a lot of, it got me faster, but I realized I was getting weaker. <laughs> right. So I toned down the strength pick up more mileage, pick up more speed. I broke almost every record I had from one mile to the 60K. I ran the one mile like 5.15. I ran the 60K like uh, uh, 4.45. Um, my, my previous record was very, very slow. So I broke every record uh, that I've already had. But I, I got weaker and I hurt. I got hurt. Okay, so that was another confirmation for me that everything that I was doing at the gym was what supported me. That was what's helping me not breaking down because I was still running the same amount of races a year. Uh, but I, uh, the muscles were strong and core was strong, legs were strong to maintain the amount of running that I was doing. So that, that was the turning point for me. Say, so you know what, we're going back to the drawing board. We're still going to find a way to get stronger, get faster, but we're not going to neglect the strength, um, the strength side of things. So that is why I made it, I confirmed it. I said, from this time going, we're never going to let go. I cherish you, strength traded. I'm never going to let you go. We're going to take care of you while we're trying to. Uh, so again, it is, you know, I mean, before I even read the books and get to know the, you know, the benefit of it, you know, now everybody know. You cannot let go. If you're just walking, right? If you're just doing your daily walking, you can get away with no strength training. But once you start putting more demand on your legs, on your core, you got to build new muscle fiber. You got to strengthen the legs. You got to get the core a little bit more stronger to, you know, to support the amount of work, you know, you're doing with your running. Um, if you don't do that, your body will give up on you. Your legs will give up on you. Muscle get tighter, you know, and a lot of us, we don't, you know, we don't take the time to roll, to release the muscle back to where it was before you start running. So eventually it's just a matter of time, you know, your body will give up. So now fast forward, I, it's very, it's, I do, I lift almost every day, you know, some variation of it, depending on what I have on, on my running schedule. I roll almost every day. I stretch almost every day. And I've been very back to normal. I'm trying to get a little more flexible. Um, now I'm kind of like incorporating everything, being a holistic, healthy, you know, healthy body, you know, to be able to do everything, uh, taking care of the nutrition, taking care of hydration, taking care of the sleep and everything. Now to advise to runners, um, looking forward to fall. Um, Pick a realistic goal. I mean, I know it's very early to train for New York City and everything in the fall, but you still need a little bit of structure, a little bit of structure. You don't have to go out and run the whole week because you will not have anybody to, uh, to train in. So, but the key is structure. That's what I always say, you know, have a structure and be consistent. Okay. Structure and consistency. So, if you know you have marathon next year, just you know your body, you know your base, you know where you are with your with your strength, with your mileage. 
just say, okay, every week, my goal from now on to when I start my, uh, my marathon training or if we can break it into smaller pieces, maybe the first quarter, my goal that I know I can stay consistent with is to run three times a week and pick a mileage, okay? Write it somewhere and stick with it consistent, consistently. The second quarter, pick another goal. So it's all about having a structure and having a, a consistency. And maybe your coach or your trainer, whoever is watching your coach, your trainer can help you kind of, you know, set it up or build it up. Um, or if, if you don't have a coach or a trainer, you can just sit down one day. Because you know where you are if you're a runner. Even if you are new to running, you can still make a plan, you know, and just stay consistent with it. So on the top level, that would be my advice for anybody looking down the line, you know, trying to run any four races. Um, have a little plan and revise your plan as you go. But the most important thing is to stay consistent with it because the more consistent you are, the better off you will be um, at the end of the day. And uh, Sean, I'll add this to this. In the beginning of the year, I said three things. And that is what I focus my energy on every day. Okay, show up every day. Do the very best you can do every day and stay consistent. Okay, show up every day, do the very best you can do and stay consistent. And so whatever I do every day, I'm finding ways to achieve these three things. Okay, so um, if I say make a plan, that doesn't mean you should be super rigid. Maybe your work got a little bit hectic. You have five miles on your schedule. Maybe you can do three miles and then, when you get home, do some ab exercise or core exercise. You still accomplish something, okay? But again, the key is to have a little bit of structure in place and try to follow the structure to the best of your ability. I think that will put you in a better place. And you know, when you start your marathon training, you're going to feel a lot better. Um, so that would be my advice for anybody watching, looking to run um, in the fall. <laughs> you, uh, you'll be in a better, better place uh, if you have a structure and stay consistent with it. Yeah, that's great advice. That's great advice. And it's great advice because, like you said, the journey is long and a lot of people get really excited and they fade off as the year mm -hmm. continues to progress. But mm -hmm. recognize that if you have a formula or a plan, right, and you can maintain that working on your strength, how important that is to make sure you stay uh, stable. Because like you said, the amount of miles you put on your legs, you need those muscles to be able to combat the forces of the road the number of hours you need to be out there running. Um, a lot of muscle strength can help to make sure that those muscles can recover properly when you're doing these races. And although the long races that we have this year are all towards like September, October, November, you know, this is a great time to really work on the fundamentals. And mm -hmm. even watching your videos, you've been putting a lot of those things in your content. And I appreciate that. And to be honest, everything you said, Ben, so far has been all what Be More Say is about. It's about... Uh, a number of things to a number of people. Um, but it's always, for me at least, making sure that we are better today than we were yesterday. And I've asked everyone on the show what Be More Say means to them because it's something that can be different for everyone. And mm -hmm. as season three is here, you're the first person on this season, episode 86. When you hear the phrase Be More Today, what does that phrase mean to you? Wow, Be More Today. <laughs> be More Today. Um, honestly, um, I, and I say this all the time, every single day that you wake up, right? Every single day that you wake up, you have a chance, you have an opportunity, right? Because that, that is, uh, that is, uh, 
that is a sign to you if you really, really sit down and think about it. That is a sign to you as an individual that you have more to offer to yourself, to the world, to this universe. So every day is a new opportunity to level up as the buzzword everybody so take advantage of every day that is why i tell everyone especially my client take advantage of every day i had this meeting with a client i said we did amazing work last year this year let's level up just a little bit just level up just a little bit so when you break it down on a daily basis like you said be more today today get a little bit better than yesterday doesn't have to be anything crazy. Maybe just change a little, um, a little bit of something within uh, within yourself that will overall or compoundly by the end of this year, you you know you achieve. Um, so so I honestly like I think about your your tagline be more today. I think about it every day. I implement it every day. Although I don't I I don't call it the way you call it, but every day I just sit down and say, what can I do today? to be a little bit better tomorrow. So all what I would say to that is every day is a new opportunity to get a little bit better. So please take advantage of each and every day that you get uh, to be more every day, to be more today. That's it. That's it. Awesome. Ben, what's next for you? What's next for you for this year? Uh, what's the next big thing that you you have planned to get done in 2022? Uh, as a... Um, so I was, um, I was waiting for a, um, a confirmation. I wanted to go to the, the desert, um, speed project. <laughs> um, this is the first time I mentioned it. I've been keeping it private. I was thinking of going to do the speed project, the relay from, uh, California to, uh, but I, I don't think it's going to happen because I haven't gotten the green light. That's why I haven't said anything to anybody, even my family. Um, but if that happened, that would be the biggest, um, you know, running in the desert from uh, California to Nevada. Um, if that doesn't happen, the goal is to level up a little bit. So go from 40 miler to 50 mile, miler. For, for charity or um, or something like that. Uh, but again, I I know I can run marathons. I know I can run 40 miles at least right now. So again, the goal is to kind of bump it up a little bit. So either the running uh, in the mount, uh, in the desert or a 50 mile run challenge here in the city to support a good course here in the city. How far is the desert run? I think it's over 300 miles total. Split between uh, split between six people. Uh, so some people some people can pick up some more eighty miles per per piece. I would say it's a relay. It's a relay. Yeah. Okay. So you have uh, less than two days to get make your way there. So about thirty six, thirty eight um, hour run. Okay. Um, try to get as quickly as possible. Yeah, so all the all those trend uh, strand stuff we're doing is just to get the legs you know ready for a high high mileage um training. Uh if it happens, I'll be happy if it doesn't. Um we will pick uh we'll do something else in this amazing, season. amazing, really exciting. Ben, you are the epitome of what we talk about as more. You are more. So I appreciate you, sir. Listen, where can people follow you on social media or otherwise? 
Yeah, so I'm I'm um, I'm big on Instagram. I'm on Instagram almost every day. It's Benjamin underscore Sa S A A H. Uh, Benjamin underscore S A A H. Um, yeah, uh, tag me, message me, DM me. Um, I'm in Central Park almost like almost every day. So if you run in Central Park, um, you'll find me there. But Mostly Instagram. Um, my website is on Instagram as well. So um, say hello uh, and let's uh, let's follow each other on Instagram. Uh, let's grow together. I would say. And also, um, I coach. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this here, but I coach uh, on NYC group runs. Uh, we run in Lower Manhattan on Wednesday evening. So if you uh, if you live in the city, if you work in Lower Manhattan, you're looking for a consistent uh, group to run with. Uh, we show up no matter what, you know, except for unforeseen uh, situations. Every every Wednesday evening, 6.30 p.m., uh, we are there. Uh, we run with whoever comes. Everybody is welcome. So uh, you can find me on Instagram or you can start by um, Lower Manhattan. Uh, it's the own flagship store. It's 363 Lafayette. You don't have to RSVP. Just show up and you will see me there. Awesome. Ben, thank you so much for being a guest on the Be More Today show. You've made episode 86, one for the books. We appreciate you. And I look forward to running with you or seeing you at some races sometime this year. Very, very excited. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, be more, be more today, guys. Keep being yes. more every single day. Yes, sir. And don't forget the quote from today, folks. There is no challenge more challenging than the challenge to improve yourself. I mean, Ben said it perfectly. His entire story is about improvement. And to go from someone who wasn't really a runner to being not just an ultra runner, but to training others on how to run and to maintain their strength and conditioning, it's a testament of how amazing that body can be when we put our minds to challenging ourselves and recognizing that you too can be more. As always, follow us at bemortoday.com for my book, our swag store, the podcast information as always. And if you want to reach out to Ben or to me, Send me an email at drshawn at bemoretoday.com or any media platform that we have, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Send us a message and we'll be in contact with you as well. As I always say, folks, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life and continue to take your steps greatness to be the best version of you. We'll see you next week. Peace. why why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday you already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent you already know that next level results require next level effort period but why is today different than any other day what's your why how are you going to get to the next level see most of you want to make it to the promised land of success but aren't willing to make the sacrifices let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. 
Find your why to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here. Today, are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. Yeah.